Hello and once again after that this uh, technical blunder technical blunder technical uh, difficulties that our channel had we are back <laughs> welcome back akshay hello uh, let's get right into the england croatia game the second semi final that we just saw yeah uh england are out of the world cup now they should be, they should still be proud of their performance and they not many people expected them to reach this far except perhaps the english people right but uh, they did well but uh, semi final they were not croatia deserved to go through yeah i agree with you on that yeah croatia had much better energy and more clinical in front yeah. of the goal they had and they created more chances from open play i think like they yeah. didn't create that many chances from yeah. open play and uh, they were just like they couldn't match up with the energy that croatia had which mm. was surprising to see because croatia had played two back to back penalty shootouts before this game yeah coming into this game they considered really early on with the set piece that free kick was really nice by karen tripier and after that you would think that croatia will find it really difficult to get back in the game because of their physical fatigue level but i think there was like a lot of emphasis put on that their fatigue and they just like going back to back in extra time and everyone was thinking like maybe they'll be so tired that they'll find it hard to overcome that and yeah. to match with the england's energy but they did really play well in the second half and when that when they started like pushing their england center backs and goalkeepers so you could see there were some mistakes by england players and they just couldn't match their energy and eventually they got the goal from perisic who had a really good game yeah uh, he was i think he was in the center of most of their attacking moves in the second half especially yeah, in yeah. the second half especially he had that beautiful cross that Mandzukic just missed or like Pickford saved it by coming yeah, yeah. off his line early on and Modric had an excellent game again he's having a really good tournament and i think he'll be in the contention for player of the tournament if yeah. Croatia wins and because every game he is putting in efforts and just the way he glides past the players and picks out the right yeah. pass it's it's really nice to see and his stature especially uh, seeing how he is built Yeah I mean it's not a surprise he does that time and time again with Real Madrid every season yeah. as well so when he has become their co- one of their core players now right so other interesting thing to note here with Croatia and Modric is that he's leading them to until until now like he's been there like yeah. a go to man or like you can see that he's leading their team and he can see that he is the leader of that team yeah and he's carrying that role really well yeah Uh, I just saw so for England they just had one shot on target the whole game and Croatia had seven so that just shows you they just didn't turn up in this game or we were also discussing before England didn't really encounter sort of it ha- it is a fact it's not really I mean you can only you can always say that you can only beat what's in front of you and they right. did that but they didn't really encounter uh, uh, some. Um, tougher opponents as well yeah, and Colombia they, they were and they could have scared. lost that game also right. they, many things went either way uh, 
they did manage to win it, get the result out of that game. They needed to get a result from this game also, but didn't happen. The only other chance I remember for England was that Harry Kane, he when he yeah he had those two chances hit the bar in his shot. Yeah, in the second. Other than that, he was also not really. He ha- I think one of the sides was that he just had one touch inside the penalty inside the box mm-hmm. inside uh, Croatia's box. So, and he. He does come in deep to get mo- to be more involved in the play uh, at Spurs, and he did that against Croatia as well. But yeah. that was because he was not get getting enough touches in the box as well. So, and apart from, and we have seen his other stats in this World Cup as well. Apart from the goals that he has scored, he he has not really touched the ball that often. I mean, there could be five touches and one goal or two goals before yeah. that. So. Yeah, he didn't have a great tournament, I would say. Like, although he is still the leading top scorer, yeah, goal scorer in the tournament, but he's not like carrying England through. Yeah, like he scored most from the penalty spot, and yeah, there's like you could say that England's midfield was weaker than Croatia, and that was like that resulted yeah. in them like Harry Kane not getting service, and yeah. not keeping the ball well. Like Delhi Ali and Lingard both didn't have a good right. game this time, and also throughout the tournament, I don't think they had like a really good tournament to to know. Yeah, they but did beat like somehow Panama six one, but that then again that was yeah. And uh, even Croatia, I felt like since the Argentina game, they were they did not play as well mm-hmm. or as fluently even today. Yeah, but they did manage to create more chances than England, and that's. Yeah, with England, I think they relied them a lot more on their set pieces. Like if you see the games that they won, most, most the teams, goals, I like guess, every time, but most goals have been scored <laughs> from set pieces in this uh, tournament. But yeah, I, uh, but they haven't created like too many chances from open play, and today that was very evident that yeah. uh, once Croatia scored and they got the winner, like when they were ahead 2-1 they couldn't create th- when you only had 10 minutes but even when it was 1-1 yeah. England wasn't creating too many chances and you would think that there's only one side can get the winner here right and that was Croatia and yeah credit to them congratulations to Croatia for reaching their first World Cup final yeah and they almost had twice they had twice the attempts as England did so yeah. 22 attempts to England's 11. Uh, yeah, the first time they have surpassed the previous best result they had in the 98 World Cup. So mm-hmm. they're now in the final. Would be, I I am still. Uh, I think France is everyone's favorite, but it would be uh, very surprising and maybe nice for a di- different type of story, f- like Leicester maybe l- to a lesser extent, but. No, no one expected Croatia to be yeah. I mean, even th- in the final or semi-final, there, yeah, first World Cup, and it would also be nice to see someone yeah. totally new winning the World Cup and like really new because I think '98 uh, or yeah was the first time. Years ago they yeah, first qualified for the or they became team. Croatia because they were under yeah. Yugoslavia before that. I I have to look this up when they actually. Yeah, I think it's 20 years ago, so that should be 1998. It's their first uh, World Cup appearance. Early 90s. Uh, yeah, 90, 92, some, so six years before that. So. It, is a, it is a fairy tale story also for uh, Croatia. So, 
uh, commiserations to England out out of all the players from England who do you think played the best or I think for me the standout players for England were three uh, Trippier Harry Maguire and Jordan Pickford Pickford, Pickford mm. had a really good tournament he yeah. saved them a lot yeah and you can say that like they won some of the games just because of him Harry Maguire was like he's yeah. very tall strong and winning the header and he's he was also like passing the ball well yeah. like carrying it carrying the ball from the back to their midfield he did that job really well and Trippier also with his uh, set piece deliveries and yeah uh, just like he was playing that wing back sort of a role and he, he did that really well yeah in terms of uh, heading accuracy uh, or i think yeah heading accuracy stats harry maguire was only second to this Zuba from Russia. Uh, I don't know how you say his name, but yeah, yeah. Zuba. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, because yeah, you could see it when watching the games. Harry Maguire almost always won the headers that he competed against. Yeah. Competed with for. And it's also hard for. to stop him from playing the passes as well. Yes. Like he's so strong that he yeah. can hold off all the all the players around him and and find the pass. So yeah. Yeah. He had a good tournament. Jordan Pickford as well, and making big saves. Even today, he made some really good saves. And Trippier. And some stats. Nice. Uh, yesterday, we were uh, talking with one of our colleagues. Uh, f- it was not a crit- criticism, but a fact. But it sounded like criticism that Giroud, being a striker, should score more goals. You could say the same thing about Harry Kane as well, or Sterling. Because technically, he is playing as a striker. So mm-hmm. even though he, like in the last game, you know, Sterling... in the quarter finals yeah. sterling even though he didn't score but he created chances for others which right. is what jerud does also so you have to be even with your uh, evaluations of every player i guess so, like sterling even sterling got many chances and he should have been i know you are a midfielder but if you are playing as a striker you should be mm-hmm. able to take those chances Yeah, for Sterling also he did play well because he created so many chances. But the only thing lacking was the end product by yeah. him, and he sometimes couldn't find the right final pass yeah. or just missed his his opportunity, or sometimes just waited too long to yeah. to take a shot. And that's something we have seen in the Premier League as well from him. Although he had a really good season at Man City this time. we saw in some of the games like he would miss so many chances yeah. but he would score at least like one or yeah. two but in the world cup is because man city created so many chances that his right. misses were sometimes forgotten but yeah. in world cup you really get those ma- many chances so you have to take whatever you get uh for uh, what was i saying yeah and then not many english players uh, went past croatian players like i knew just watching the game you could see perisic was actually going past at yeah. least one or two english players i think only rashford when he came on did mm-hmm. that yeah he had on. a good influence on the game rashford yeah uh, but still that wasn't enough for england and uh, i think they've done what they deserve i mean semi final is the best that is a good result for them yeah like croatia deserved spot in the finals yeah Yeah, for England, some can also say that, or you can also say that it's just the beginning for this team. All, all of them are so young, and uh, maybe in the next World Cup, uh, we and then next World Cup, they will also have probably a difficult draw than this one, so they'll have yeah. to <laughs> compensate for that. But yeah, they are. 
at least I don't think uh, the English fans will be as uh, or will be critical of this team because uh, they have yeah, definitely they performed. Be proud of their yeah, team, yeah. Uh, just because before the tournament, no one would have expected yeah. them to reach the semifinals, and they also put m- a lot of faith. Or they have a very young team. I think it's the third youngest team. Second youngest Second after France. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Nigeria was the one. Oh, I mean in the like, whoever in the knockout stages maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So they had a young team and it was. They have like most of their career in front of them, so maybe in the next World Cup they can play at their full potential. Right. I'm just looking at the just for yeah, my curiosity. Yeah, I think curiosity. Nigeria was the youngest team, and second was France, and third is England. Average. I- uh so yeah nigeria is the youngest then france then england yeah france and england have the same average actually this is average age so yeah i guess yeah, yeah that's what you need right yeah i, I was saying uh, yes yeah so yeah uh, they has they have there's still a big future for them uh for f- uh, f- in the other semi final france played belgium was not as exciting as the belgium brazil game before but it was still a good game to watch uh belgium oh, yeah. kevin de bruyne for belgium de bruyne didn't have a really good game and then i guess belgium struggled to create chances like we were saying for kane didn't have many chances so did lukaku in the other game uh france in the first half i think knew about belgium so they didn't let them counter attack as uh, brazil did so as soon as france lost the ball they just retreated back so uh, belgium mm-hmm. didn't have any space to run into or do a counter attack uh, and then maybe in the second half they as france grew into the game they created more chances and belgium ran out of ideas i think because everyone was then fouling <laughs> uh, the french players uh, luka hazard was the only one i thought was trying his everything in that game for yeah. uh, belgium but one player cannot do everything yeah i think like they had a lot of position in in that game and france they resorted to more of like counter attacking style they didn't yeah. go all in and they had some chances on the break and Yeah, I think their center backs are saving them and they have defensively they are looking really solid yeah. France and Varane is yeah, has Varane been really scored. good and Loris has been also yeah, Loris making made some good, some saves. good saves. Yeah. Uh yeah, Hazard was really good for them. I think he was skipping past players and yeah. like you know, he showed his dribbling capabilities yeah. but just that uh, they couldn't find that pass to Lukaku uh, most of the times in in that game and also playing Fellaini Yeah maybe Again, that was too was defensive and yeah, then they he played Fellaini Dembele and uh, Witzel right yes yeah, three midfielders yeah. like you know like Fellaini struggles to keep the ball and find yeah. the right passes and that's why you needed against France where and it was him all who didn't win the header for that Umtiti oh yeah he was he got bullied he was marking Umtiti yeah. so i was looking at the average age and belgium are not as young as they they have so the average a- belgium's average age in this tournament was 27 years 27.6 mm-hmm. so at this age you would assume the players are in at More the peak mature. of yeah. peak of their abilities so 
if this is the golden generation then belgium should have uh, won the world cup in this year itself and mm. maybe four years from now they'll not be the maybe i'm just throwing it out they might have missed their opportunity and uh, one thing i would like to point out was uh, the commentators i was listening to just mention every team has been the golden generation now like uh, france yesterday i i'm sure someone mentioned they have the golden generation really? today croatia I mean, for france you can argue that today know, croatia yeah, no croatia. but still i i would think golden maybe generation golden is like, like the best generation but having they had zidane onri at one yeah, point yeah right so you can see that as a golden generation yeah. but maybe like this team if they win the world cup maybe and it's then also, also very subjective right like you yeah. say like golden generation means really what like you know maybe like quality across the pitch but they had I would say like consistency because like right? I would say the Spain team that won the Euro and the World Cup that team mm-hmm. was the golden generation of Spain mm-hmm. but for France I think there are there was generation before this that was uh, yeah more golden right if that's a term I don't know then this was <laughs> like Belgium clearly this looked like their best team right based even on the Croatia past statistics for Croatia as well now even more so but uh yeah i was just thinking maybe the everyone throws around that not everyone mm. but few people mm. were throwing this term around a lot so yeah so belgium france game france went through and now in the final i think everyone is expecting everyone has france, france as the favorites to win yeah, right you can so accept like croatia we just like <laughs> cancel that factor out but i think it will play it might play a part in the final uh, just because to play three games yeah. for 120 minutes it takes toll and that too like really really important games so it also takes you that mental fatigue and maybe in the finals with france being so fresh and they have very pacey players on the wings and also and mbappe is having a really good tournament their midfield can be can match croatia's midfield right. like in terms of quality and uh, strength because right. Bo- pogba also has improved for france mm-hmm. in the last games in against belgium i think he was also one of the yeah. players who was re- i mean all of france french team was really good yeah i think uh, france is like just slowly improving or getting to their be- best and they it's and not a surprise also before the world cup i think we were talking france were one of the favorites to right. it's just that their some of their results in the group stages were not up to the standards they set for themselves but yeah. now they are playing and to their the potential and so the moves that they created against belgium oh, really mbappe nice. was really uh, I, i don't know if you saw that some yeah. of the moves that mbappe was doing yeah like some of their chemistry <laughs> like their team chemistry also looks really good like yeah. they can create chances a lot like they have like 100 chemistry missed yeah. few few chances but mbappe was running until the 90th minute yeah. he was still trying to to run and he was outpacing pretty much everyone yeah on on the and also doing tricks and yeah and so i i i'm surprised as to because some in english for chelsea or any clubs we see commentators saying oh yeah this guy is a youngster he's 18 19 so maybe he'll, the manager will not let him play if the full 90 minutes substitute right. after 6 60 minutes but then mbappe seems to have already have this physical physical attributes yeah, and the skill articles that they are saying like he has the mixture of Thierry Henry and prime Ronaldo or uh, yeah, yeah. like Brazilian Ronaldo with just the raw pace and yeah. dribbling and like cool finishing of Thierry Just Henry. Ronaldo is fine you don't it's have to like add Thierry Henry to it. Oh well, but they say like it's a mixture of both because he's also like tall strong and 
and both right so ronaldo was tall and strong and skill more skillful mm. than theory henry mm, yeah, that's <laughs> fine <laughs> but that yeah. was mentioned in the article that's why i want to okay say. yeah 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 mm. i theory henry i guess it makes sense because he is also french yeah and th- yeah he's a uh, so yeah we were talking about giroud giroud had lots of chances so france could have scored more goals in that that game but giroud didn't convert the chances that he had but no one could argue about his contribution to the team still he does contribute but yeah, if only he can uh, score goals for france as well yeah i guess he may score in the final you never know like sometimes whenever may. he's he's being criticized a lot by everyone he can <laughs> come up with goals that matter yeah. so maybe finals will be his day he's definitely contributing to the team so yeah, yeah. I guess he'll keep his starting place and the manager will also not want to uh, make too many changes in the starting lineup. I would assume that they will n- not make any changes. Yeah, I don't think they maybe I don't think anyone is Matuidi injured is also. Really good oh, actually Matuidi might be replaced because he had a concussion or something in the last uh, game. So, he might be replaced by Tolisso who also played well yeah, when he, he came on. Yeah, he had a couple of chances yeah. towards the end. And in the game before this uh, semi-final as in the quarter-finals mm-hmm. also Tolisso he started I think. Yeah, yeah. And he played really well. Yeah. So, French team It's amazing to see they are they are so young but they already have the experience or i guess yeah, for their they, clubs they carried the game really well towards yeah. the end when belgium were trying to push on for that equalizer they like you see mbappe trying to just take it to the corner flag yeah. isman just playing themselves there yeah. and just negotiating those seconds or like final yeah. seconds of the game really well it never looked like they were under pressure right and so uh, that's yeah that's the maturity that you say like the same thing that japan didn't do against belgium in that last yeah, yeah. last few seconds of the game yeah and uh, um another unsung i don't know why he's always unsung but kante also has been consistently he's one he's another player who just always is giving his 100% in every game i don't yeah. think his rating would ever drop from 8 out of 10 in every game mm-hmm. the, he just uh, it's now it's a standard but it's true uh, whenever he plays it looks like he's making up for two players so you yeah, already have 12 players playing for you <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's also a world class player now yeah. i think like everyone recognizes him and he puts in yeah 8 out of 10 performance all the time so you just take it for granted that he'll yeah. he'll do all the work and for france it's it's good they have like amazing defense amazing midfield yeah. and amazing attacks so it's really hard to to like predict anything other than france win, win the right finals. yeah out of all the yeah especially now this looks like the more uh, obvious result and the only thing maybe croatia yeah. has for them is that it's it is a world cup final so the adrenaline and the pride yeah, for playing yeah they're playing as a team yeah. that's one thing that they Even have France, yeah yeah i mean like is sex some is greater than the whole or something like that they say right they they play more but that's what i'm saying like even french France team yeah. the quality in addition to the uh, yeah, team the work, team yeah. spirit because uh, you could see even pogba was going back mm-hmm. to defend at the end you were saying even mbappe was doing yeah, that mbappe was, was, was doing so that. much work to so like yeah yeah get just get the throw in or just uh, spend those few seconds on the ball yeah so overall it 
does look like uh, France could easily win this game actually. And also they are not going like all in so you could say with their attacking firepower you could think that they can just go on the pitch and try yeah. to blow teams away by scoring like three goals four goals yeah. but they play really balanced football like they ve- play very calculated kind of football yeah. where they just know what needs to be done next uh like some comments after the after the french france belgium game from courtois was that they were playing anti football which mm-hmm. is not i do not agree with i don't know why he <laughs> yeah came up with that maybe it was because you could see that they are trying to waste too much time but that's obvious I'm now sure like you know, would have every done the same thing do yeah. the same in the, in that situation yeah so and also like when they needed goals when they were behind against argentina they did push on and right. they scored goals so it yeah. seems like they can adapt to any situation of the game and and do what is best for the team and for the tournament for yeah. themselves and not trying to just like show off their attacking firepower and right. all of that so also credit should be given to their manager for that deshaun De- oh yeah for managing these many good players and uh, getting the performance the way he expects from yeah. them if he wins i think he would be the third or fourth play, uh, player fourth person to win the world cup as a player and a, and a manager oh, wow. as well so m- things are looking good for them we can talk about quickly talk about some of the uh, other matches but personally i want to talk about the belgium brazil game i don't think we did we talk about that in the last podcast i think so oh okay then we don't have to talk but i was just sad mm. <laughs> Yeah, it was a uh, Brazil played well in that game especially in the second half we could have easily won and but things didn't turn out the way i wanted it to and belgium did go through and it doesn't matter anymore anymore it's on to the final now just yeah. one game left will be a very different world cup brings a different type of emotion in people it's not you see more people supporting one team than maybe for a club i guess especially in here in us mm-hmm. like support is very widespread yeah. so maybe one one person would be supporting one and the other one would be yeah. for a completely different team so there's less of a group <laughs> at least in surrounding our uh, uh, area yeah but uh, world cup you see more uh, support even for uh, even if you're not supporting any country you still see more of support just uh, from people watching the games yeah. more excitement even in our offices uh, it's the world cup went by really fast uh, and already we are witnessing the transfer activity going crazy yeah let's yes. talk about that Yeah we, we can move on to that one uh, Man City look like uh, they so someone said this yesterday and i was thinking the same thing Man City is like uh, you know when we, when we play manager mode in FIFA yeah. and after a few years you just have every good player in it, from every club in your team yeah. Man City look like they have <laughs> that talent now they signed Riyad Mahrez for a club record uh, 60 million pound deal for 4 years i think Yeah, their their so record <laughs> signing and yeah, it's really hard to see if they really needed him. Like you can't see a place for Mares in their starting lineup, for example. Uh, 
they well, have already a title winning team and maybe like he can do job that bernardo silva was doing uh, yeah maybe and maybe better on or maybe david silva maybe he'll try to play him more centrally because his passing and dribbling is still good so he yeah, can yeah. play as and as a shooting. cam or maybe in place of david silva he can play but it's really hard to see where he will fit in exactly in the cuz he is not right really a young young player but yeah he has proven his quality in premier league so i am excited yeah. to see him play for a even bigger club he yeah. he has wanted this uh move to a bigger club for some year two right. years now so he has finally got it uh yeah bernardo silva didn't have a good world cup as well so i'm sure uh, riyad mahrez would be taking his place and bernardo silva would be coming on and so pep can work on him more maybe in cup matches or yeah probably no no maybe like they'll try to offload someone from their starting lineup yeah. or maybe bernardo silva is a good example he didn't have a good world cup and sterling also plays in the same place yeah position. sterling plays they have lots of options there yeah. and also all across their <laughs> midfield yeah. and that front three where mares can play they already have a very good starting player and also a backup for them and yeah So it'll be uh, interesting to see what Pep Guardiola does with him because usually you have seen Pep Guardiola also managing to like successfully change someone's position. Yeah. So maybe he'll do something like that with Mahrez. You will have to just wait and watch. <laughs> yeah, Man City have signed everyone. That's the uh, next news. <laughs> yeah, it will uh, be like it will be crazy to see like Kevin De Bruyne, Riyad Mahrez and David Silva in yeah. the field. <laughs> you should pick them for your fantasy team. Yeah. Uh the biggest news though was uh Ronaldo moving to Juventus for uh, 100 million euros. Yep. So Real Madrid after all these years still managed to make a profit on him because when they signed him it was 80 million and pounds or something I think and so they made around 10 or 12 prof mm-hmm. million euros pound profit on him. So good business for them and at his at it his age it looks like a good move for uh, juventus uh, for ronaldo as well he's uh, earning a lot there as well and he will contribute for juventus even at his age uh, he's yeah. still very fit as we saw in the world cup as well so maybe this w- this i mean not maybe this will surely a lo- have uh different uh, impact on real madrid transfer activity as well because now they need a proven goal scorer as well now yeah because they have benzema who is also on the wrong side of 30s mm-hmm. uh so maybe they'll go for mbappe or neymar because that has been on the yeah, news for some there time are, there are i think four candidates that can replace hazard ronaldo yeah hazard mm-hmm. neymar mbappe more more sala was the other one out of all these yeah in terms of goal scoring mosala or neymar and mbappe look like the uh, obvious option and they need a goal scorer also because towards his f- final days at real madrid he ronaldo we all turned into a goal scorer more so than a creator yeah and there's no better goal scorer than him right now in world football so they need that quality up front as well to convert the chances right and also like they need replacement for benzema as well yeah. not replacement but 
every season there is a talk of Benzema moving on to yeah. some other club and Real Madrid signing a new striker maybe Lewandowski or uh, Harry Kane or Aguero is always rumored <laughs> so we'll see like what they do now because they'll have money and they like to make marquee signings every transfer window regardless of yeah. who leaves and now with their best player leaving yeah. i think they'll certainly make one really big big signing yeah this is a really big news actually ronaldo leaving real madrid after yeah, all these years yeah it's hard to imagine that ronaldo would leave real madrid at this stage and him see winning third champions league in a row uh, yeah and also it makes sense i guess because zidane left and uh, mm-hmm. he has already maybe he he's he has won enough with real madrid already winning four champions league titles yeah. three consecutive uh it would be very different not to see him and messi together in the same league yep. maybe maybe juventus are signing messi next also so we'll spl- see them play together um yeah and also i think this transfer will bring in a lot of other chain reaction cycles or s- transfers because now i think juventus Iguain is rumored to be leaving Juventus or even Dybala is in the rumors yeah, yeah. now with Ronaldo's arrival so they may have to get rid of one of their star players and whoever that is and I don't think they have to I don't think they should get rid maybe Iguain mm-hmm. can they can get rid of but mm-hmm. I don't think they should get rid of Dybala because what's the point Ronaldo is still 33 I think they are bringing right. him to be that because of his uh, history his goal scoring and his experience but you still need uh, players like dibala in your team to complement that right uh, to have so it they still be losing s- quality if they let go of dibala so i right. think maybe higuain is the person that they can get rid of yeah they're making a lot of signings they signed buffon as well signed emre can i signed a new right back buffon juventus Oh no sorry PSG signed that one yeah yeah yeah, P- yeah 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 they signed Perrin actually from uh, it's from Italian league i don't remember the French league he's also played in uh, Italian league itself okay uh, yeah yeah so, so they're so making a lot of signings this season and there is a real madrid juventus friendly game in dc that you can watch you can see ronaldo in a juventus shirt there <laughs> uh, maybe we can go from a company was mm-hmm. going there and he was asking if anyone oh, is interested so that's from the la liga any other news in premier league uh, your uh, lucas torreira deal was finally confirmed yes he's finally signed we signed him and one f- french youngster okay which position does he matteo guendozi from he plays in the center midfield okay from psg he was like he was playing for lorient before is a youth academy from psg okay uh, we'll see how he does but we're making good signings and we're doing business early on which is uh, very or uh, just doing business you, you should just say that what's that you, sh- you don't have to say early on you should just say doing business because uh, arsenal in the last few years have not really done business <laughs> they are they are okay with the <laughs> I mean like they are they're doing business and early on meaning like before they used to do some business but really at the end where everything is like you get those cheap players like oh he's leaving and now the other player is available let's yeah. get him now 
So it's more like the deals that other players don't want or like players want out of some club and will get him for a cheap price. But this time, I guess like we have done it in the right way where we identified a player and then signed him early and on. And ultimately, the, the right so way we'll is see when the season ends, you'll see yeah, if we'll it's see the right way Yeah, we'll see how he does, but from the signing-wise, I don't think Arsenal fans should complain. Yeah, yeah. Thing, he, we are strengthening in the right areas. We already have good in. players in for attack and uh, in forwards. Yeah. For uh, Chelsea, it looks like today I was reading there, w- or maybe I'm just ha- <laughs> I've passed the threshold, so it looks like this is con- already almost confirmed. But yeah, it l- uh, today I was reading that there was a 57 million pound deal to bring both Sari and along with him, Horgin. Jorginho or how yeah, you say his Jorginho name? Jorginho from Napoli. Napoli because so it it would be nice to get Jorginho right under Man City's nose because I think he yeah. wants to play for Sari again. Mm-hmm. Continue playing for Sari. So if that deal happens, I would just be glad because at this point uh, it's already it's getting too late now. So some <laughs> yeah. some dis- any news would be good to hear. There was a picture of. It's so haphazard right now what's going on with Chelsea. There was a picture on Monday of Conte at the training ground at Cobham. Even he's unsure of what's going on (laughs) with him. But he has to attend the training session (laughs) because he is still part of Chelsea. Mm -hmm. So let's see. I hope uh, we have a new manager or at least some confirmation of any manager. And some players. Jorginho would be a good signing for us, though. And if he, I was watching his highlights, mm-hmm. and you don't obviously you don't get to see much from that, but right. he has. He was an integral part of Sari's squad uh, last season when they achieved the most point haul. He has a good passing accuracy as well as uh, his interceptions and tackling is good. Mm-hmm. So it could be a good addition for us. Uh, what any other clubs? Oh, West Ham. Signed Yamalenko okay. from Dortmund, and also yeah, <laughs> yeah, your your club legend that. also, yeah, Jack Wilshere. Missed him, missed him in the in the World Cup. I think they should have taken Jack Wilshere. Mm-hmm. They have that creativity in the midfield, but yeah, he's a West Ham player now. Uh, yeah, West Ham making good signings. It's also Premier League has so much money. There was a yeah. just to be let go a little bit off course. The player we thought would be playing for top club, uh, Jean-Michel Chery, he signed for Fulham, I think. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, I don't know how wh- what's going on in... Pre- uh, what kind of money do yeah. these people have? And he, I think he signed for £15 million. Pounds. Wow. I don't know if you can confirm it. But yeah, I, I read it yesterday. I, 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 I'm sure because Barcelona was also in the running to sign him at one yeah. point. Arsenal, Chelsea, all these... <laughs> <laughs> and he en- ends up in Fulham. Wow! So nine hour, actually, yeah. So nine hours ago, he was set for thirty-five million pound move to Fulham. Wow! It's not confirmed yet, but maybe. But this is still crazy news. <laughs> Yarmolenko once again, although he d- he had a good season last time, right? Okay, he season. I think I think he scored nine goals from twenty-six. Appearance, but he's a good player, obviously, and will improve West Ham. At I, what's his age? Yeah. See, 
Jack, how how old is Jack Wilshere? Jack Wilshere is like 27, 26. Okay. Uh, we always say these uh, this invest him invest in good players but maybe this time they are investing in uh, <laughs> young and Yeah, there's also rumor young of Paye going back to West Ham. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, uh, that would be that'll be one of the I say crazy U-turn again. Yeah. <laughs> Because like he oh yeah, forced yeah. himself out of the club and now to be back there will be crazy. Yarmolenko is a good signing though actually. Uh, sign yeah. This is the power of Premier League. You don't expect someone from Dort so someone from Dortmund signed right. for Arsenal and also signed for West Ham. <laughs> right. There's so much even with so much difference between those clubs the players from other countries still want to play in the premier league yeah there's shakiri rumor or like oh, maybe most likely right? yeah to liverpool or yeah that's shakiri plays in the same place as salah yeah i guess like i, I, don't, i don't know maybe like could be a good bench warmer <laughs> maybe we'll try to play him on the other no, side he's a good player know. though yeah, he's a good player like I don't think he would like a role on the bench. I guess that's why he moved to Stoke City before yeah. to to play in the first team. So maybe Klopp also trying some uh, extravagant change of position for someone yeah. at least. Maybe play Salah as a striker. <laughs> uh. for, uh, for the World Cup I forgot to add uh, in spite of all the things we were saying about english premier league being the best league and stuff we still see players from other leagues qualify for the final final rounds mm -hmm. it's still uh, players in playing in la liga or uh, even most of the players i mean mm -hmm. that have qualified for the final don't play in the premier league oh i thought Premier League had the most number of players really in terms of semi finalists but now if you see so okay let's evaluate france and uh, what i read was yeah so uh, i read by clubs spurs had 9 players and man city chelsea had 7 okay uh, so now france france chelsea has giroud kanté spurs loris uh, three players and then uh, croatia has lovren yeah four four i could be wrong about that yeah let's check so i'll check the i'm checking france's starting 11 yeah it started against belgium so it has giroud i'm only talking Popa, about starting yeah kanté okay Lloris. that's a good number then yeah so, so it is spread out Okay then Premier League is the best league in the world. And Belgium in their starting lineup had 1 2 3 4 5 6 Yeah, Belgium six, had a lot here. Yeah, 7 8 9 players. So Okay, in the starting lineup. Yeah, in the okay. starting lineup. Yep. Oh, Only so Nasser Chadli and Axel Witsel weren't in the Premier League. Okay, then I take my comments back. Yeah. Premier so League is the best league in the world. I think so because it had the most number of players uh, <laughs> in the semi-finals of all the leagues. Yeah. Maybe England just needs 
its players to play in uh, other leagues around the world also to get a feel of what other countries play like what the what the form because we have no, not seen any um, maybe one or two i have not seen any english players play in uh, leagues i know english league is the best they pay a lot but it's always nice to have experience yeah, playing in la liga really or italian move. league yeah yeah we don't see like a young english player going away from yeah from english premier league uh one other surprising move sort of surprising was that paulinho moved back to chinese super league after spending a year with barcelona <laughs> Yeah that's surprising maybe I don't know it's Why it's even more surprising well than him signing Barcelona. for Barcelona now yeah like him going back yeah, because to because he did really well there yeah like he no was no one was expecting him to start for Barcelona yeah. or even for Brazil in the world cup and he did that he did play well and yeah 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 so yeah that was a surprising transfer any other uh transfer news or no i think that's all football i guess news. like now with the world cup gone next week we'll see more transfers happening and real madrid will probably announce something surprising as well yeah announce sala could be any i guess yeah they have hazard looks like <laughs> could be power to scared of that to get anyone yeah because if he leaves he's one of the players who does things for us and he's our star player so if he leaves will will be a struggle for us yeah. uh okay that's that then i'm excited for the final then on sunday will be a great game no matter how boring it is or it could turn out to be that way <laughs> usually that's the case we expect something not usually but most of the time we expect a lot and then doesn't deliver yeah we'll see what what happens in the finals and but final is still a final and it's a world cup final so yeah it will still be enjoyable Maybe we can have a world watching party mm-hmm. it's on the weekend finally so excited for that i hope you guys are excited to thanks for jo- joining akshay all right and don't forget to like share subscribe itunes Google podcast app and all the other good stuff <laughs>